0: 631-399-0149. That's 631 149 The Fluffs present the alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The women's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories, and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy, French-colored shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath, accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa.
1: Oh, this is Blog Talk Radio, the Keys 107, and the program is The Communicators. I'm your host, Brother Leroy. Thankful to the most high for blessing us with another day on this good earth, another day to do some good deeds for ourselves, our families, our community, and humanity in general. The more good deeds we do, the better attitude we have and the more positive vibes we give off. And maybe it just might stimulate other people to do some good deeds themselves. Set an example, ladies and gentlemen. The Communicators is dedicated to bringing information to you and allowing you the opportunity to exchange information or ask questions of our guests. For those of you who are listening by way of the Internet, the telephone number is 213-943-3618. Hit 1 on your telephone keypad that lets our engineer know, Brother Elijah, know that there is a caller who desires to ask a question. The number is 213-943-3618. Our guest this evening has been invited to share insight regarding the so-called sequestering bill, the so-called sequester that went into effect last night and the resulting cuts that have or are being uh, enacted. And uh, <clears throat> it's very difficult to wade through a lot of information if you're the average consumer, and I call myself the average consumer, trying to get heads and tails of this stuff. So we've invited Dennis Speed of the LaRouche Political Action Committee to be our guest this evening, and he's been very helpful in the past in terms of the the mortgage-backed securities, the real estate bubble, and other factors uh, impacting on the economy, the industry of America. And thank you once again, Dennis Speed. Welcome to the Keys 107 Network. As always, I'm happy to be here, sir. Okay, the question on the floor is, what is it about the sequestering that people don't know but should know? Well, I think the, uh, the first
2: thing to say is that the first thing people should know is that it is completely unnecessary. That's probably the first thing that they need to know that they may not know, that there is no basis whatsoever to have to engage in a series of spending cuts and essential areas of uh, our entitlements, our social services, or our military. None of these things are necessary whatsoever. That's the first thing that people need to know. The second thing that people need to know is that the there is no conflict between the Republican and the Democratic Party whatsoever concerning the sequestration. That's the second thing that people need to know.
1: Wait a minute. Say if that third, again. There is no what? There
2: is no conflict whatsoever there is no fight between Barack Obama and Boehner etc. on these matters that's being presented to people but there's no real conflict the policy is actually the same on both parts and thirdly there is a solution uh, which could be provided And that solution would not demand any cut in any essential social services or uh, uh, areas of our economy that many people depend on, whether that's aid to dependent children or whether that's food stamps, whatever it may be. Uh, No cuts are really necessary. But there would be cuts, a very dramatic cut in subsidies to financial institutions that you would have to So those are the things that people need to know about it.
1: Okay, let's go into details, but before we do, there is a report that I saw in the Daily News this week that said Wall Street bonuses had gone up 9%, and I mentioned that only in terms of what you had just said, subsidies to the financial market, that bonuses had increased by 9% on Wall Street, and slash the financial sector, and that there might be job cuts in that sector. But in the meantime, it was a 9% increase in the bonuses over last year. So you can touch on that uh, as you go down the list of one, two, and three.
2: Well, uh, let me let people know that the LaRouche Political Action Committee has recently, very recently, produced a report uh, which advocates the creation, uh, a return, really, to the constitutional powers that were first enacted by our first Secretary of State, Alexander Hamilton, who created the first Bank of the United States. The Bank of the United States was an institution that was created by the revolutionary government of the United States at a time when that government was declared to be bankrupt. Uh, We did not, we had just engaged in a war, we had massive indebtedness, and we needed to start a country. What Alexander Hamilton did not only worked, but led to the creation of the most powerful economy in world history. So, one thing we know before I tell people what he did is that it worked. So before I say what he did, the first thing to recognize is what I'm going to tell you. He did worked. This, by the way, is available uh, as, a, as a writing up on the LaRouche PAC, LaRouche Political Action Committee website. Uh, and all of your listeners I can invite to go there, and you'll see it's a draft legislation, actually, for the creation of a third national bank. We had two national banks. We had one which was started by Hamilton. There was a second bank that was started in 1816, uh, which was uh, done by James Madison.
1: Uh,
2: And then we had the problem of 100 years ago, the establishment of the Federal Reserve, Uh, and we had had an earlier destruction of our bank. Uh, during the period of Andrew Jackson during 1832 through 36. But I'm citing this because there's only two times in our country's history where we have actually used Hamilton's process. Franklin Roosevelt used something like it in the 1930s to restart the the economy as well. And these things have been obfuscated, covered up, uh, misrepresented for many years. So I'm now going to tell people exactly what we do. The first thing that you do is that you declare that the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States is bankrupt. It's important that people know that as of this past week, it was revealed that the same authorities that were used to do the stress tests on the 19 largest banks of the United States just after the 2008 uh, uh, debacle The collapse of the banking system The same agencies Just did a stress test On the Federal Reserve Bank And they found that, the, that If the Federal Reserve Bank had to pay up Right now On the uh, debt it owes That it would be Half a trillion dollars 584 billion dollars Behind So that means that the Federal Reserve Bank Largely because of what they've been doing in the last four years, is, in fact bankrupt. Now I know that people may say, "Well, we haven't been told that. The President isn't talking about that. The Federal Reserve isn't talking about that, But what I'm going to tell you is that no uh, 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 monetary authority in history that has been bankrupt has ever admitted that it was bankrupt until the point that it couldn't avoid that announcement, which usually would happen by collapses of nations, collapses of banking systems, and destructions, a destruction of, of the livelihood of millions of people. So if if people want to wait for that, to believe what I'm saying, that's up to you. Nonetheless, what I'm saying is not only true, but there are, there are reports, and all you have to do is look this up on the web. You can look it up that the, uh, the Federal Reserve Bank is bankrupt. It's been bankrupt not as of the last, as of the last the test. It was bankrupt from before it began the bailout process in 2008. But now it's official. So what you've got to do is, step one, you restore the old banking law that was banking law in the United States for 66 years from 1933 to 1999. Glass Steagall. There are people all over the United States right now, tonight as we speak, that are working to restore that that law. And all that law did was it separated the money from your paycheck from the money that is being was being gambled at the gambling table by investment bankers who never asked you for your money, but have been speculating with it ever since that law was abolished in 1999. So the idea is to say that we repudiate completely the bank debt that we took on as of uh, September of 2008 because the United States people never accumulated the debt. The people of the United States never accumulated that debt that we then took on in the so-called bailout process. So what you simply do is you repudiate that debt. And what that will do is it will reduce your overall indebtedness of the United States by well over uh, uh, several trillion dollars. So what that would mean is that the cause that you are being told is the cause for cutting the budget, cutting spending, that cause would be removed because you would immediately shrink the debt by trillions of dollars. Now, that will not be done merely because the power of the banks is greater than the power of the people. And so the issue that is before the American people truly is, do people come first or do the banks come first? But there is no reason, no reason for the cuts that are proposed. No reason other than the cowardice of the American people.
1: Okay. Um, Let's go look at one of the points. Um, I can hear the financial talking heads saying the same thing that they had said in 2008 And also reflected in the movie Too Big to Fail, that if nothing is done to save those banks, the whole system would collapse. That's the phraseology that was used.
2: What makes that? Well, interestingly, you know, we have we have a little bit of dissension among the Talking Heads now. The head of the largest bond trading agency in the world, which is called Pimco. Uh, his name is William Gross. Uh He made a statement at the beginning of this week saying that the financial system had been turned into a financial supernova. What he was saying was that there was a process of explosion that was about to happen and that people might not see it right now the same way that if a, if a supernova star explodes in the sky, you don't see it for thousands of years. But what he was saying was, this is William Gross, the head of PIMCO, largest bond trading agency in the world. He said we are now in a process of a financial supernova. He used a, 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 an example where he said 50 years ago it took $4 of debt to produce, as he put it, $1 of gross domestic product. Uh, I don't agree with his way of putting it, but that's, he was saying for every dollar that you have in the so-called gross domestic product of the country, you have $4 of indebtedness. He said today that's now at a level of um, of 20 to $30. So he was saying it had increased by five times. And he said, and so this is untenable. Now, truthfully, his figures are wrong. It's way worse than he said. But this is a person that does hundreds of billions of dollars of business, supposedly, on an annual basis. So mm-hmm. he's one of the people in the establishment, at the top of the establishment, and even he is making this point
1: now. Mm. Mm. Telephone number 212-213. Two, one, two, one, I'm sorry, let me go back. i got to get my numbers right. 213. 943-3618-213, 943-3618. Three, 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 You'll be on the line with Dennis Fee of the Lyndon LaRouche or the LaRouche Political Action Committee. We're talking about the sequestering and the impact of that on America's economy and definitely the little man, the little business, etc. Now, you said in the beginning there is absolutely no conflict between the Republicans and Democrats regarding this matter. That's a statement. What are the symptoms or the indicators that would verify what you're saying in that regard? Yeah, what what
2: you have is that the way that the uh the discussion has been fixed. As in a w- World Wrestling, Worldwide Wrestling Federation match, uh, is one said it's supposed to be spend, make these spending cuts, or increase taxes. Now notice what that leaves out is repudiate the bankers' debt and shrink the budget mm. gap. Mm. So you know the word, right? That's what you do If you did that But instead, each side will say That we cannot do
1: mm. we cannot do
2: that And they will give you many reasons Saying, as you said Oh, well, everything will collapse if we do that Well, actually, everything will collapse if you don't So, for example, how does that manifest itself? You've probably heard the reports Many people are hearing them on the radio right now You know, people are saying We have 100-year-old seniors that get Meals on Wheels, and when Meals on Wheels gets cut, what will happen is that you won't see all those people cut off. What will happen is Meals on Wheels will have to decide who it feeds and who it doesn't feed. So the way that that uh, effect will manifest itself will be somebody who's already 100 years old Will die, but then people will say, "Well, the person was hundred years old
1: mm. so so mm. No,
2: so you won't attribute that the death to what will actually be caused by mm. and so 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 you you what you're going to get right now is you get Obama blaming the republicans uh except that uh woodward bob woodward uh was correctly exposed to the fact that he knows. That the sequester of policy was proposed by the Obama administration in the first place, not that the Republicans by the way, would have opposed it, they would not have they didn't oppose it. The Republicans are saying they want more cuts so so the point i'm making here but but the Republicans are simply not going to allow Obama to uh uh to stay on the stay on the ledge. Stay on the twentieth stay, stay on the on the ledge of the twentieth story building while they jump off. See the deal is Obama and the Republicans both have to jump off the ledge. That's the way the Republicans understand it. Hmm. So now Obama is trying to renege and say, I'm staying on the ledge, you guys are just jumping. And they're saying, Oh no, brother, you are coming with us and that that is the only conflict that you were looking at, but whether or not they are going to jump off the ledge and take the rest of us with them no they, 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 they that that has been decided. It's just Obama doesn't want to do that now, he doesn't want to be seen doing that, and that's what that's the only thing that's going on. This is otherwise completely and utterly cosmetic.
1: Okay, let me ask you this um, before I get really into what you just shared with us. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Keys 107 Network. The program is The Communicators. I'm Brother Leroy. Our guest online is Brother Dennis Speed of the LaRouche Political Action Committee. Telephone number 213-943-3618. 213-943-3618. Hit 1 on your telephone keypad. That lets our engineer know that you have a question. This is a classroom you have the opportunity of joining in at any moment, raising your hand, and adding to the discussion. The, the I'm just going back. In terms of this whole picture of debt, if the subsidizing of the financial institutions of that debt that began in 2008, if that was taken out of the equation, the debt that we're looking at would not be... What it is It would be over 50% reduced Okay Here's here's the thing That in 2008 By the time of 2008 The Bush tax cuts Had eaten up the surplus Of the uh, Clinton era That had been built up in the Clinton era There was a surplus when The last Bush uh, The young Bush came into office there was a surplus. When he left, there was a deficit, and added to that is the bailing out of the financial institutions. Now we're dealing, as uh, American citizens, we're dealing with looking at uh, cuts coming from a huge deficit that was added to the debt of the American citizen in 2008. That, you point out, was not the creation of the people of the United States. The the elected government of the United States did not create the debt that the banks created. The bailout was something that was engineered, that drama was engineered between the time of President of Candidate Barack Obama and President Obama. There were two at that time that he was involved, I'm going from memory, he was involved in in getting the Democrats to go along with the uh, bailout, the first bailout, and that bailout was also assisted, according to what we understand, by one senator or congressperson being told that the National Guard would be out in the streets if they did not pass that bill. Yes, Uh, that's
2: correct Uh, let's, Let's take the process that has happened since September of 2008 So that we isolate that process from what came before it Which you correctly point out Yes, the Bush administration did exactly what you said So now let's look for a moment and see whether anything that Barack Obama signed on to from the late summer of 2008 until 2013, end of uh, this year, has there been any improvement? Now, what we were told, if people will think back, is that you had to bail out the banks so that the banks could lend to the people. Right. That was what was said. And specifically at the time, everybody was told what we're really concerned about is the housing market. Mm -hmm. That was the specific thing. Okay. So let's ask this question. How much new money was printed, was put into circulation from September of 2008 until now? and how much lending occurred in the U.S., how much did lending increase from September 2008? Let's just take that. Here's the figures, everybody. The Federal Reserve Bank printed or pumped into, through electronically and otherwise, printing-wise, $2.5 trillion, $2.5, trillion, $2.5 trillion Dollars was pumped in uh, to the economy. It was new; that was new money. And now, remember, the purpose of this was to increase lending.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so that of course the economy could keep going, and businesses mm-hmm. would have loans, and you know the economy would be stimulated, and all those. Uh. Stuff. All right. How much do you think? Brother Leroy, how much do you think
1: lending increased? I cannot say, but I do. I am aware of news reports that lending to homeowners, lending to small businesses, et cetera, is virtually nil. Uh, The flip side of that are reports, as I scan the news and listen, the banks are sitting on money and uh, et cetera. So I don't know how okay. much, but that's in general. All right, now remember, everybody that's listening,
2: you were all told the reason that the United States taxpayer and the United States govern- government was going to make a complete exception and was going to take free enterprise, privately owned uh, banks and bail them out, which is supposed to be against free enterprise, right? That's against the capitalist system. That's government intervention. That's government nationalization. That's socialism. All those things, right? But the reason that the exception was going to be made, in this case, was because if the exception were not made, then lending could not be provided by the banks to the people. That's what you were told. Well, lending by the banks from September of 2008 did not increase by $2.5 billion, which was the amount of money that was put in. It didn't increase by $1.5 billion. It didn't increase by half a billion dollars. It didn't stay at zero. It decreased by $1 trillion. Mm.
1: Decrease
2: by $1 trillion. Now, now, you just figure this out. If it went up, this is new money now. So we didn't start from zero. There's plenty of money out there before. If it increased by $2.5 trillion and it decreased by $1 trillion, last time I checked, that's a $3.5 trillion spread. Mm.
1: Mm.
2: So not only did they not lend to you, they took more so to speak, As they were sitting on more and what they're doing. And this is the thing that people have to understand. This is the thing that will knock everybody out. Remember I said that this man from PIMCO, this guy, uh, Bill, uh, William Gross, he was saying it's a financial supernova because there's, you know, $20 worth of debt to $30 worth of debt for every uh, dollar of gross domestic oh. product. Right. Ain't true. The LaRouche Political Action Committee, and specifically a gentleman by the name of Dennis Small with our organization, Dennis Small. He has a a 25-minute spot up on our website, and what he goes through is he proves that it's not $20 to one. It's $500 to one, $500 to one. And check this out. The gross domestic product is not... Just productive activity You know, one of the reasons that you're seeing A big move for legalization Of of all kinds of uh, drugs Not consumption simply But legalization of drugs Is because there's a desire To count The drug proceeds For Colombia For uh, El Salvador For, you know, Nicaragua All these other various countries, Peru Because by doing that, you are able to add them to have this in to grow, and also the United States, which is one of the major marijuana producers in the world today, um, comparable actually to Colombia. Uh, and, and so they want to count this as part of the gross domestic product. So I'm, I'm pointing this out because our people have been victimized. The United States people have been victimized. And, and, and the way they've been victimized is that now a day you were told that value is measured in money. But you cannot measure value in money. You, it cannot be done. Here's why. Talk, for example, to the steel workers that are now working for jobs, pickup jobs, out Ooh. in the Midwest. Right? who say, hey, you know, all the skills that I did my whole life, I can't use. And now what's happening is the little bit of unemployment I was getting or the little bit of other things I was getting, this is getting cut and it's sequestering, and I'm beginning to feel like nobody cares about us at all. So here's a man, what's he supposed to do? Build his own steel plant so he can work at it? Mm. So there's no investment going into much of what we call infrastructure in the country, there's no investment really going into heavy industry. There's no investment going into manufacturing. There's little investment going into agriculture. So so exactly how are people supposed to produce something of value? And that's the only way that the dollar gets its value. Hmm. Telephone number 213-943-3618.
1: You'll be on the line with Brother Dennis Speed of the LaRouche Political Action Committee. This is the Keys 107 Network. The Communicators is the program. Brother Leroy, yours truly is your host. We have announcements coming up, commercials that we ask you to pay very close attention to, support the businesses that support the Keys 107 Network. There's a uh, book for children. And that should be accessible to each and every listener to get able to give away to a child in your family or to a neighbor. That way you're recycling your dollars into the black economy. Those are things that we can begin to do to help ourselves. And those outside of our community, you can get those same products and books, et cetera, and assist in a positive effort to create Black employment. Telephone number 213 943 3618. We have these announcements coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Keys 107 and the FOI Board of Directors is proud to present The Final Call. The Final Call is the country's unique leading source for news. Founded by the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, National Representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam. The final call follows in the tradition of Muhammad Speaks, with hard-hitting national and international news and coverage of political issues. It is the official communications organ of the Nation of Islam. Founded in the 1930s as the final call to Islam, the newspaper evolved into Muhammad Speaks in the 1960s and boasted a circulation of 900,000 a week, with monthly circulation of 2.5 million. Today, the Final Call newspaper serves a readership of diverse economic and educational backgrounds, including circulation in North America, Europe, Africa, and the Caribbean. Read the Final Call newspaper. You can find one of the beautifully bow-tied representatives in your community, or read FinalCall.com. Hair, bath, accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107 Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit Moon107.com. MAUN107. MAUN107.
1: We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Communicators is the program The Keys 107 is the network Our guest online is Brother Dennis Speed Of the LaRouche Political Action Committee We're in the last few minutes of an interview Dealing with the sequestering All of a sudden that term comes up We don't know what it is But we know the end result Is what they're saying it is At least at this particular point in time I want you to go back to Bob Woodard, the significance of his being in the news this week, um, saying that he was threatened, and you're pointing out that he, among the things that he's saying, is actually what is what is. But give us the context so that we can appreciate exactly what's going on, what the drama that's going on surrounding him. Well, here's what the deal is, is what's
2: going on. You know, Obama administration was put in for the purpose of beginning a process that nobody else could handle except an African-American president or someone identified as an African-American president. Because the process was that what these people intend to do is they are going to create a new monetary system, uh, whether the American people get the courage to make one or not. Now, if one way or the other, the system that you're in is dead, it's gone. Just like, you know, used to be said in the old days of the nation of Islam, it's gone. It's over now. There's no way that the system that is there is going to be saved. Now, there are two ways that this is about to go, one of two ways. What is being, uh, what is desired by those running the financial oligarchy of the world in the various places like the city of London and New York and so on, what they want is a new monetary system, which is going to be small and you and I will not be included in it. In fact, 6 billion of the 7 billion people on the planet will not be included. In other words, what has been talked about for a long time in terms of this issue of genocide is now beginning to occur. Now, it's been going on in, 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 in part in the areas of what used to be called the third world, but now it's happening in Europe. That's what you see over in Greece, for example, where you now can't get medicines in the pharmacies in Greece. The supplies are down by 90%, and people can no longer even go to the hospitals and deal with that. So that's, that's Greece. There are 11 of 17 governments in part of the European Union have all failed, uh, uh, you know, and, and they, they, these governments have failed because they tried to carry out the austerity policy, which is now what you're beginning to see here. So now the idea was that Obama was to, put, was to come in to implement that, in the same way that Obama was to come in to augment what Bush started on the military front. So now America is in 35 countries in Africa and has boots on the ground, military forces in many of those countries. Now we're in Niger, or Niger, as, it, as, it, as it's called. We got a drone base there. You know, we got the Mali thing. We have, of course, what happened with Libya, which was an illegal war carried out with. Uh, by Obama on behalf of the financial oligarchy. So the point of the thing is that's why it was put there. So what the deal is, is that this is something that is manifest in a small tip-of-the-iceberg-style form in the sequestration. Sequestration is real simple. The way that they began, you know, now this, this news is coming out about how the Germans, uh, the Nazis, had 45,000 different places that they were keeping the Jews in Europe. And now various people, including the Jewish organizations, are astounded. They didn't say, how could that possibly be? I mean, how could they even have that many places? How could anybody think that up? Well, the issue involved in this is that when you are going after extermination, which is what this is about, let me be very clear about that. And I'm talking about in America. I don't mean over in Africa, over in Asia. No, I'm talking about right here. And what's going on is very simple. Actually, Americans have a constitution that says they have the right to issue credit through their bank. The U.S. Treasury uh, begins the process, but you can also create a national bank, which is what Hamilton did. You issue credit for... Policies Of the public interest In other words If you're, you've got sinkholes all over the country If you need water If you need power If you need hospitals If you need roads, bridges You have the right under the Constitution of the United States mm.
1: To mm. create
2: a bank To use the U.S. Treasury To jumpstart it You do not need a Federal Reserve And you can issue credit for that purpose Now What's going to happen is, if you say that in this country uh, and try to campaign for that, are they coming after you? Now, what Bob Bob Woodward did was very simple. Woodward merely documented, based on his interviews with people, what actually happened here with this sequestration. And he knows that the Obama administration was doing, they they originated, originated it and then tried to say they didn't. See, his thing is not even, well, I'm against it and I'm trying to expose Obama. His point is, hey, I just got the record and I just know that this is what happened. Now, why it's important is, since Woodward was the guy that was supposedly key to bringing down Nixon, obviously people are concerned. But what I'm trying to say about this to be very clear, because I've never minced words about Obama. I've always been very, very truthful about what I thought about that in my evaluation, as I will be tonight. Obama was merely the stalking horse for genocide, nothing else. That hurts people. They don't like it said. They don't like to think it. But you ask yourself this question, what policy can you point to by Obama on military affairs or on financial affairs, which is any difference, except that it's worse than Bush and Cheney on military affairs and financial affairs. What policy can you find where which is better, and where you have experienced a personal improvement mm. in some fashion? Pick any. Just try to find it. You will not find it. Mm.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we only have a few more minutes with Brother Dennis Speed. The uh, impact of this so-called sequestering are various cuts, and one of them is uh, on unemployment. It's believable only because it's unbelievable that there would be a consciousness on the part of the people who are running the government in the two houses and uh, based on what Dennis Speed says in the administration that a lifeline of unemployment and other benefits to the American people would be cut in such a way that one writer in the New York Times today on the op-ed Cause it calls uh, What the Republicans have done Poison pill politics Another writer, columnist, op-ed Singing the sequester Soap opera And so forth and so on There's uh, information to be gained By reading the columns As opposed to reading the news stories, in the columns you get uh, some insight, in the news stories you get stuff that's hidden from sight. Uh, And you have to read, of course, various media in order to get a picture. What's happening here this evening with Dennis Speed, he's providing a viewpoint from way outside the box and maybe... That will enable us to see what's happening inside the box because it sure is way outside the box. Telephone number 213-943-3618, 213-943-3618, and you'll be on the air with Brother Dennis Speed in our last few minutes. Um, Once again, you laid out three things, completely unnecessary, none of the cuts are necessary, Number two, there is no conflict between Republicans and Democrats. Number three, there is a solution, and that is to declare the Federal Reserve Bank bankrupt, to begin to implement steps to um, reestablish the Glass-Steagall Act. And um, this thing about creating a new money system are you? Is that devaluing the dollar? Issuing a new currency, which uh, people like Alex Jones says has already been done, and that the the bill or the money is a a Canadian, American, and Mexican currency. Um, is that? Close to what you're talking about, or in the same ballpark, or what?
2: It's in the same ballpark. Let me say one other thing about the solution so everybody's clear about exactly what I'm saying. If you look up at Michigan right now, they're saying they're going to take over the city of Detroit, do the same thing in Detroit that they did 10 years ago in Camden. But now they're actually going to do this in hundreds of cities around the country. And here's why they're going to do this they're going to do this because no services will be provided. In the city of Camden, they're now taking, what they want to do is to dissolve the city police force, put it under a county police force. Why are these moves being made? The concept is that all they did with the bailout five years ago, they attached your paycheck to the banker's gambling chips. That's what they did. So now what the concept is is that you and I are, uh, legally liable For debt we never uh, Accumulated it, It's a form of debt slavery mm. And so, the, so So what the deal is What I'm saying is With all the work that needs to be done out here Which anybody can see Walks down any street corner In any major urban center of America uh, And with all the able-bodied people That can do it That the concept is that the wealth is inside Of the people you put the people to work, you allow the people on the basis of their labor, and I don't just mean labor-intensive stuff, but you pay a high, a productive job at a decent wage with the necessary training, this does not, this cost you nothing because it's an investment in the future. So, hmm. so that's the number one thing, just to say. There's a second point that I want to make about what you were asking about, the new currency. The concept is that there's no, way what, there's no way that the debt can be paid that they have. So what will they do? What they will do is they will issue a new currency, but it will only be available to, for example, the upper 10%, 15%. How will that be stopped? Well, very simply, the way it will be done is that if you have, if you have no employment, you don't have a way of generating any currency anyway. So you're obviously out. But secondly, if your money is worthless, which is where we're, you know, that's, we're, you're seeing signs of this, right? We're not there yet. But like what you're seeing with the gas prices and the food prices, uh, and you'll see no relief coming to you on that front. Um, so the, the important point is that this reintroduction of the Glass-Steagall Act would immediately would immediately dissolve the debt of a lot of these bankers. You just don't pay it. They keep saying, "Oh yeah, but we, you, you won't survive without us." Well, I don't know. We did that. We did fine during the American Revolution. We didn't have the the banking system of England. We didn't have the Bank of England. We had all kinds of English money. We just we didn't couldn't use it. You created your own money. Yeah, that's what happened. And 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 so people do this all the time. Argentina did it some years back when they, re, you know, paid off the IMF and told them to get lost. And and uh, Malaysia did it. Back in the 1990s, when they got out of that system, and they experienced a 4% rate of growth,
1: mm. China,
2: of course, China is the only, is one of the few countries in the world with a positive rate of growth in actual real production. People work over there. People have jobs. And yes, it's true that it needs it's, it needs far more uh, investment. But, of course, that could be being made by the United States. If the ma- United States manufactured anything, it could sell China, which it doesn't any longer. So the concept I'm putting forward here tonight, uh, Brother Leroy, is purely straightforward American system stuff. It's not capitalism. It's not communism. It's the American system that Alexander Hamilton
1: created. And
2: right.
1: it's, not. it's already there. The foundation... Yeah the elements are already there. It's not a creation of any anything coming out of a foreign philosophy, etc. It's already there. Yes. Uh, the Alexander Hamilton model was circumvented with the creation of the Federal Reserve on what they call Jekyll Island. Yes. And that's it's where created from people... Jekyll Island, 1913, right. That's where people would do uh, their research on YouTube or in in Google. Um, What's that called? The the What of Jekyll Island? The Creature. The Creature from Jekyll Island. It's not a bad
2: book. The Creature from Jekyll Island. You know, the man, I think it's Griffith, I think, is the the author's name.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's uh, David Griffin or something like that. Um, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Which is an island off the coast of uh, either South Carolina or Alabama or something like that. But the fact is that if you go on the YouTube, you'll see some information on that. Uh, as we conclude this interview, Brother Dennis, what are things that people can begin to listen to that they uh, may have been missing? I'm not going to say may have been missing that have been they have been missing uh, in terms of code language uh what you're speaking about i, t- I say code language or uh, language that's only understood by the people in the immediate industry of the finance uh listening to a a station like bloomberg news or some other news stations that what are things that we can listen to that would verify uh what you have shared with us this evening i think you if you uh
2: the best thing I would, I would say for people to do is to go to our website at LaRouche PAC, and the reason is we often cover these things, like this thing with this guy, William Gross. Now, this guy is, is, is a big deal, and you'd think yeah. that would be all over the place. It is available. You can find it. All you got to do is put in the name William Gross, then put in Financial Supernova, uh, and the, it should, the article should come up. Uh, but, but we do, uh, at the LaRouche Political Action Committee site, We do reviews of this stuff every day, Um, and and you can go there. I think that's that's the easiest. In code phrases, there's a lot of stuff, but the essential thing is, oh, well, for example, cost push inflation or demand pull inflation. These are nonsense terms. They're supposed to mean uh, prices go up because workers get paid more, and therefore they, they go out and spend their money, and then prices go up because so many of them are asking. This kind of stuff. This is just an excuse to cut wages, to try to blame, uh, uh, to try to to try to control the income stream to, 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 to poor people. Uh, the same thing with demand poor. So these things are said. When you hear these kinds of things, ignore them, because what's happening is people are be, have, being em, have been employed to give you explanations right, which are plausible
1: only to a fool. They sound sound plausible because of how articulate the individuals are the questioner the person who's questioning them uh, feeds them uh, questions they may contend with them uh, to a point but the person who's paid to keep that thing going the illusion going is uh, able to talk over them to uh, uh, get around some of the questions etc and maintain the illusion going into the interview and coming out of the interview. That's what you're saying. That, that's one thing. The other thing is that no
2: one will mention the debt. They will not talk about the real debt, the real debt being the derivatives debt and the other instruments. That—that's They call that shadow debt. That's another term. If you hear the term shadow debt, at least the person you're listening to is referring to something that's real. That's a and, deep,
1: and, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's deep, that's deep. I'm not going to say I heard it, but it sounds like I heard that before. And, yeah. and what you hear is that when something like that is dropped, you say, I wonder what that is, but the person, let's say if it is Bloomberg Bloomberg uh, News, the person who is uh, interviewing doesn't ask that person to break down what that is. Explain to the yeah. listeners what that is. Um, so what
2: that? Yeah, what that is It's like the shadow people, right from, from Vietnam and Laos and Cambodia In other words, the wars that were really being fought, Right, right? And, 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 and these people didn't exist You know, like friends of mine And maybe yours also, Brother Leroy Who came oh, oh. back, right, from service And their records would read that they were in Germany the whole time
1: See? Oh, wow Yeah,
2: yeah Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing, right It's the same thing with the debt the actual debt that's out there is between one and two quadrillion dollars. That's a thousand trillion. I realize that that amount is so much that it almost, you know, doesn't make sense. But it, that's how much it is. So they never talk about that. They couldn't possibly talk about that because as soon as they use that, okay. that that amount, then everybody in the world is going to say, "Well, obviously none of us can pay that." Which, of course, is the point. None of this is payable. The only thing that you can do right now. That you can start over. And in America, because of our Constitution, as constructed by largely Hamilton, which is again completely suppressed, our Constitution gives us this unique power. That's what gave the United States its power after the revolution was made. It was the ability in the Constitution to issue credit and to then move ahead and create a productive well, economy. It wasn't free enterprise. It wasn't just private industry and all these go. other things they tell you. That didn't happen. That wasn't what it was. It was mm-hmm. the internal improvements and of the I country that were being powered go, by a
1: credit system. And okay, Dennis, Dennis go, as, go, we conclude, donkey. Um, as we conclude, what, what, are, go, uh, donkey? what are two or three things that the um uh, the black family, the little family out there, the little folks out there, and that includes everybody. I'm just looking at black folks as having the thinnest safety net of all. What are yeah. what are three things that black families can begin to do in light of what's going on now? Okay, they got to do the
2: same thing that they did in the 1960s when they were all so little, and it came time to get the right to vote in the South, and it meant that you no. had to get out there and get it. And what you got right now, Glass-Steagall, get resolutions. They, South Dakota, they just passed one, right demanding that the federal government re-implement it. You can do the same thing in New York State or Vermont. That's something that people can do because state legislators, here's why it doesn't work. They don't have any money. So the states are where you're going to really see the cutbacks. They're talking about the federal government. No, the states can't print money. So wow. every state is going to be run into problems, and the state legislators oh, do not want to cut these programs. So um, this is something you can see up on our site. We're covering this. In That's 10 states, there are resolutions already, and there's other people that want to have them. So I, 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 now, I'm saying okay. this is like About all right there right now, and people can try to go with that, you, uh, that process uh, right away. That uh, so I, I, would, I would give that as number one, two, and three, because you can actually get this done. Um, other than that, I think what's You're important is people listening to shows like yours, uh, Brother Leroy, and, and, and letting people know about them
1: uh, and going on
2: websites like ours at LaRouche PAC. Um And the third thing I would just say is that it becomes very important for people to begin to organize on their own town meetings and discussions. Small. These things can be small. Use the powers of the Internet to begin to generate uh, some actual uh, 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 more discussion. One thing people can do is they can uh, write to me on the email and all that, and um, yeah, I'm 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 even up there on on what Facebook and all that, so you can do that, and uh, we can start to start a dialogue that way, maybe I can get on the phone with people if they have a network, talk to people more, and uh, get this process rolling.
1: Beautiful, brother Dennis Speed, I want to thank you very much for sharing your insights and. Uh, I'm always telling people don't believe anything they hear in the programs we do, but if you have listened, then you're obligated to check it out, verify it or come up with counter, and we'll explore those on another program. This coming Tuesday night is what to do if you're arrested, and part two of Tuesday night coming, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time, The second part of that program will be the brother who wrote the Willie Lynch letter. Brother Dennis, thank you very much for joining us. I will be in contact with you soon, my brother.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: All right, peace. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for your patience, for listening, for being a part of our classroom, digesting the information, taking it back to other friends, checking it out, doing your own research. And joining us tomorrow on WHCR Harlem Community Radio, we are on at 1 o'clock Eastern Time. That's www.whcr.org, whcr.org, 1 p.m. New York time. We have some exciting guests sharing information once again in a classroom setting. May God bless each and every one of you. I want to thank the staff here at the Keys 107, Brother James, his wife, Sister Rafika, Brother Sadat, Brother Elijah, Brother Forrest, Brother Jason, and others. God bless you all with a wonderful evening. Peace.
0: accessories and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com.